What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Artist to Artist presented by Artist Republic. This week, we were talking with Danny G, a huge up-and-comer from Nashville. Danny has recently graduated college and is already garnering the attention of huge acts like Cam Meekins, Gym Class Heroes, Frontmen, Travis McCoy, and more. He's been compared to acts like G-Eazy and Mac Miller by focusing on a trending, youthful narrative to remind his fans that you're only as old as you think you are. Danny has over a million streams on Spotify and has been featured in Complex, Forbes, and a whole list of outlets. Also, don't forget, if you like this episode, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and share it with your friends. We really appreciate it. Gotta love Zoom. Gotta love it. Okay. Um, no, it says you're muted. muted. <laughs> it's, connect- it's connected. It's just Can muted. Now? Yep, got it. Damn, I- am I through the computer? I got this whole mic thing set up. But I don't know. Is it going through here or the computer? I think it's through the computer. I think it's, I think I think it's, it's the mic. It's going through the mic because when you got it closer, you Yeah. I feel sick holding this mic. <laughs> Dude, it's dope. This is the first time I've ever seen that. <laughs> yeah. So I might as well. It feels like I'm performing, you know, with the mic. So. Right. I, I mean, tech, right. I get it. Yeah. Might as well. Well, hey, man, it's good to meet you. Uh, I'm Christian. That's the guy you've been talking up, to. Man? Uh, that's Nick over there. And then we have our intern, Sam here. She's just going to be hanging out in the background and recording it for us. Um, so like I said, great to meet you. So let's go ahead and get into it. Um, you know, one of the thing, one of the things that, um, you know, Sam was talking about when we were kind of trying to plan all of this is your content strategy, right? So you have a pretty consistent content strategy, um, look and feel, um, and I'm referring mostly to your Instagram. Um, so Uh for you, you know, what would you say is kind of the most important aspect about maintaining that content strategy? Yeah. Um, I think just like knowing who you are is really what's important and just kind of being confident in who you are and pushing that out to the world. Um, for me, it's, it's easy to stay like cohesive and consistent because, I'm not trying to be anything like I'm just being who I am with my friends, who I am with my family. And so like, yes, like it's important to make like professional content and all that stuff, but like people will take it to the point where they're not being themselves. And so for me, um, the big message that I push is just, is just be you, be yourself. Um, and so that's how I've been able to stay consistent. I'm just do like posting what I would post as a person, you know? So it's, it's, it's easy when you're doing it that way. So that's kind of what I've been doing. For sure. Yeah. And I mean, that's, I think that's a great, you know, it's a great way to show kind of how genuine you are. Right. Uh, you know, people right. don't like, people don't like an artist that posts mm-hmm. and like, you know, the text on the image is very like kind of rigid, I guess, in a way where yeah. it seems like you're trying to market yourself too much. Um, totally. So, you know, like obviously the imagery is important and then also like the captions and things like that. And if you're more, naturalistic about it i think that's going to resonate more with the fan base um, i agree 100 percent. so like for you what are some of the ways that you've been able to source your content right like hiring photographers making it yourself yeah um so like with photography and video and stuff i i have like my people that are my go-to people so that's been huge for me because um we're just able to work together we know each other's schedules and stuff like that so i think it's important to find like your photographer, your video guy, your producers, stuff like that. Um, just so that you can book out like a bunch of stuff and you know, like you're both on the same wavelength, that kind of thing. And so like with photography, I have this guy, Britton, he does all my stuff and I'll just send him some vibes and he knows like exactly what I'm going for just cause he understands me and my brand and everything. And so I think just finding your people um, makes it a whole lot easier to be consistent as opposed to just like 
going on Facebook pages and looking for photographers and stuff like that. Um, I just think across the board, like with the music, with the content, um, finding that team of like go-to people is, is really helpful. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, when you have that, that really fleshed out team of people who understand your brand and understand kind of the image that you're trying to go for overall, uh, it makes it a lot easier. And like you said, uh, they know your schedule and I feel like, you know, if you ever need something, they're going to be there for you because they're your guys. Yeah, um, exactly. So, you know, it's, and that's coming from somebody who does music photography and does kind of the creative side of things, you know, I, yeah. it's important on my end, right. To have a good relationship with the artist, because, you know, if that relationship isn't there, the imagery is not going to vibe right. And then there's not really going to be much of a brand because, you know, if you're jumping right. around between photographer, photographer, videographer, producer, right. It's all going to sound or look different. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. And so, you know, one thing I talk about going into that is high quality content, right? Um, and, you know, most people have the same answer to this, but, you know, what's your take on high quality versus, you know, just content that you spit out just to have it? Right. I think high quality is important for sure. Um, I think it's important to keep quantity going too, like, especially mm-hmm. when, you're, when you're an up and comer. Um, I think it's important to not just like spray shit at the wall, like randomly, but... Um, you know, try things and, and not hold on to things for too long. Cause I think like as artists, we can definitely um, hold on to things for, for years and want things to be perfect, perfect, which like, of course, high quality, but um, I think it could be to a fault if you're, if you're holding on to things forever. Um, and I think, yeah, quantity, especially when you're up and coming is also very important. So it's a little bit of both. Um, don't put like quick stuff that you just made. That's not high quality out, but at the same time, I wouldn't, you know, it doesn't need to be a hundred percent perfect every time. Sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, going off of that, I think a great question off of that, cause I know like that content we've had been referring to is like, you're kind of like the social content and stuff like that. But I mean, what yeah. about music? Like I've, I've heard, you know, two sides of the story where it's like, Oh, I, I like, I sit in the booth until that song is perfect. And then yeah. there's the other side of the, you know, kind of idea of it's like, I make it as good as I can today or tomorrow. And then I put it out because if I wait a week, then I'm going to realize it sucks. and I'm never going to put it out. That's true. That's where, because I'm always improving. So like, how do you feel about like putting out music? Like, are you the kind of person that's just like, I'm going to get in there. I'm going to throw down as much as I can. And I'm going to put it out. and I'm going to see how people like it. Or, you know, are you really trying to perfect every single thing you do? Uh, I think that's a balance too. um, Cause I've done a little bit of both. Like, in uh in may i put a whole mixtape out and was putting like singles out every single week um and so i did that and then now i'm back to kind of doing monthly stuff and so i think i think it's just a combination of both you don't want to just like make a song put it out the next day and like the quality's not there and you can do way better but um like i i just do a lot of different kinds of sounds and genres and so for me it's been like putting stuff out has been important because i have been able to see like what resonates more with people like what things people like, what they don't like. And so I think as an up and comer, um, make sure like, you know, your sound and like, you're ready to be putting stuff out. Like if it's just not there, it's not there. But um, as you're like honing in, I think people like to kind of grow with the artist. And so it doesn't have to be a hundred percent the sound that you're going to arrive at. But um, as long as you're improving and, and putting stuff out and seeing what people like, I think people like to kind of grow with you. Yeah, I like that. I've never actually, I've never actually really thought about that. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I like that. Um, 
And so, I mean, going off of that too, I mean, obviously, you know, you're at the point now where, you know, you're working with a great, you know, management firm and, you know, you're really starting to, you know, get the, the agency assets and stuff of that sort yeah. that really can help an artist grow. And so, but my question is prior to that, you know, uh, how, what did you do to get to this point when you were, you know, that nobody starving artist? Like what was your biggest, right. like three things you did to really like get noticed? Yeah. Um, I'd say, I mean, I wrote a bunch of songs. I was writing songs every single day. I think that's important. Um, even if the songs aren't good, it's important to write them. I think Ed Sheeran was who got me on that. Like he talks about how he's written thousands of songs and even if it's not a great song, like it's important to get that out of your system. So I'd say just be writing because the more you work, the more you're just going to find out what you like and what works for you. So I think that was huge for me, just writing all the time. Um, I think just like figuring out who I was as a person and like the messages I wanted to portray just as an artist and as a person was huge because like if you come to somebody and you want them to manage you, um, like the, the first thing they're really going to ask is like, who are you? Like, what do you want to push? What do you want to do? And so if you like just have songs and you don't have that message, it's not really going to matter. And so just kind of figuring out who you are is important. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing is just, just doing it, constantly doing it every single day. Cause that just, you just learn so much from being in the studio, from writing, from working. Um, you just get closer and closer to who you really want to be. And so I think, yeah, just doing it every day um, and knowing who you are. Cool. Cool. And then, I mean, last, last kind of question from, from my end, before I throw yeah. it back to a Christian, um, is, you know, every artist seems to have one network that they blow up on first. What was your network and why do you think it, you blew up there? Hmm. As far as like what platform kind of thing? Yeah. Um, it might have, I mean, it's probably Instagram. Instagram is probably my biggest one and TikTok has been going well for me too, which is cool. Uh, but I, I'll say TikTok because TikTok, I'm almost at 20K, which has been, which has been good because it's been really quick. And I think that has been good for me because TikTok, I've, I'm talking about like being yourself and just not trying yeah. to like make it, you know, through some, some lens or some filter. Um, and with TikTok, it's just so like real, like you don't have to put hours into videos. You just have to, mm -hmm. like, if you have a funny idea, you just make a TikTok, put it up and it's funny and people like it and share it. And so I think that platform caters very well to me and kind of what I like to do. And so I feel like TikTok's probably been that for me. Cool. Also, yeah, cool. wait, Christian, I'm going to cut you off one more yeah, question before you yeah. get yours. Um, Danny, when you, when you compare TikTok and Instagram, which platform do you think that you can be more of yourself on? I think, I think TikTok, honestly. Okay. TikTok, TikTok for sure, just because, again, I don't, I don't really think too much. Instagram, I definitely am still not overthinking it, but it's a little more polished, I think, for me than TikTok. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. funny. It's funny. We were, we were talking about that the other day because when Instagram dropped Reels, it was like, yeah. okay, this is interesting. And we're like, I don't really think this is ever going to take off because I don't think so either. That, you know, TikTok, like you can be dumb. Like I had a couple of videos that yeah. blew up on TikTok because they were just dumb. They were yeah. dumb <laughs> yeah. college stuff that I would never in a million years post on my Instagram. Right. Uh, but like you could post it on your TikTok and like it just blows up and it hits random people on fun. Where Instagram, it's like, it's like you're attaching that to your brand. And exactly. it's like, you're this like perfect clean persona. Um, right. And so, yeah, I mean, that's, that's interesting. 
um, to kind of get a, an artist perspective from that. So, you know, any artist listening, make sure you're on TikTok. <laughs> I don't think Instagram reels are going to do it either. That's no. it's interesting you say that. Cause I, I strongly feel like it's just like Instagram is Instagram. Like it's not TikTok, even if they're going to have the same features, like the same ability to do the same stuff. Like it's just a different platform. I feel like. Well, I can say, I don't know if anyone's noticed this, um, but TikTok changed their algorithm two days ago. Um, okay. And so I think they're going to be more like TikTok every single day. Um, oh. their, their feed algorithm, at least for me, uh, so usually they do like split testing and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. But my feed algorithm is uh, engagement based. Oh, interesting. On my feed. So like my first 30 posts, I don't see any of my friends. Huh. Yeah. So that's it, a new, that's a new thing. I think so. It's like engagement based, based on who you follow. So like if you follow influencers, like your first 30 posts are going to be like influencers and famous people. That's crazy. I which is, which that. is interesting. Yeah. That's so cool. yeah, it's definitely that. And that could be counterintuitive for artists. Like we were talking about it the other day, because we launched an Instagram placement tool on artist public. And it's like, well, now that tool just became 10 times more value because if you have an artist, aren't going to be able to reach your following. Now you're going to be able right. to pay someone else who has a bigger following and a bigger engagement cycle, and they can get you on other people's feeds um, right. because you may now not be able to get on, you know, feeds yourself. Uh-huh. Um, That's so, so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Christian, you're up. <laughs> well, yeah. So now that we're kind of talking about it, um, I kind of want to know what your take on this is, Danny, where, uh, yeah. you know, a lot of people use social media as a way to promote themselves, especially nowadays, right? Um, you know, what is your, you know, your overall opinion on, you know, kind of like paid placements and things like that? I'd be really curious to know. Just like paid advertisements and stuff? Yeah, like on Instagram and TikTok, I guess. I think, uh, I think if you're hitting the right crowds and you're doing that kind of stuff the right way, it can be effective. Um, I think just pouring money and, and kind of aimlessly like running advertisements and stuff like that. And even with like Spotify placements and everything, just like mindlessly pouring money is not really going to convert fans. Like it'll, it'll get you numbers and like, I guess look good, but like even me, I don't even really look at, like it's so easy to look past numbers. So I think um, finding a way to find like what your demographic is and then zeroing in on that and, and spending money on that. I think it's effective. I think, um, I've been effective with, with Instagram doing that. Um, and so, yeah, it's just, you can't just pour money in though. It's really not going to numbers are numbers, but they're at the end of the day, like you need fans and people that are going to like come to your shows. And so like, it's not going to transfer to that unless you're really finding your audience. Right. And you know, you can't really <clears throat> like throw shit at a wall and hope it sticks. Right. Um, right. You know, it's, it's important to, I guess, do a little bit of market research for yourself, figure mm -hmm. out, what in your current audience base works and then double mm -hmm. down on it and then increase your audience from there. Um, exactly. And that kind of stuff is really important for any artist, no matter what level you're at. If you have 10 fans in your hometown, double down on people like that. Right. Um, right. If you have a thousand fans across the world, double down on them. You know, it's just, it, mm -hmm. it's a, you know, it's a constant, process and it's not one of those things that you know once you figure it out it's done you know it's right the next month it's going to be different the next mm -hmm. month it's going to be different so 100 but with that being said i kind of want to switch gears a little bit and uh talk a little bit more of insightfulness uh from you as an artist um 
So, you know, you kind of mentioned it a little bit earlier with Ed Sheeran, but, you know, what, who are some of your biggest musical influences? Yeah. Um, so Ed Sheeran was a big one for me, like, early on. I'd say now, guys that really influenced me are, uh, do you know Surfaces, the group, the little duo? They have that song, Sunday Best. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. so Surfaces, I just love their vibe and their message. It's kind of similar to what I push. And then the main guy in there, his name is Forrest. Um, so he's got a solo project. And it's just so authentic, uh, so real. And it kind of fuses like hip hop and pop, which is a lot of what I do. So that's like some modern stuff. Um, I love Charlie Puth just for his his musicality. It's just crazy. Um, and then I love just like very like aware rappers. So like young guys like YBN Corday, I love. I love J. Cole, um, guys like that, that just like really know what's going on and really like mean something when they're rapping. Um, I love Chance the Rapper too. I don't really love what he's done recently, but like acid rap Chance is like my favorite thing. So, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So with your description and everything, you talk a little bit about, you know, those youthful narratives and kind of being similar to like, you know, Mac Miller. Um, you you even mentioned in the description kind of like Chance the Rapper in a way. Um, yeah. You know, from those influences, you know, from those thoughtful rappers and those singer-songwriters, you know, mm. how have those influences kind of impacted that idea of that youthful narrative? Yeah, I think, uh, I think like Chance, for example, he you can tell like he's just having fun um, in a lot of his songs. He's just like kind of riding over the beat and not overthinking things. And so I think you could hear that, especially in my, like my quarantine tapes thing that I put out. Um, mm-hmm. It's all very like just kind of flowing um, not off the top, but just like kind of a vibe. And so I feel like guys like Chance, guys like Mac Miller, um, it's just such a feeling and such a vibe that they're just like kind of riding on throughout the, the songs that they do. Um, and so I feel like that's kind of influenced what I do with my sound. It's just kind of just kind of moves smooth. Um, and yeah, like the youthfulness thing is just kind of who I've always been. I just love to live that way and um, have that mindset, like that open, innocent mindset kind of towards the world and just towards my music. And so that's kind of been a me thing. I think uh, Andy Grammer was also like my favorite artist when I was younger. And I think his like positivity and and that youthfulness, um, I definitely took that from him. So that was an influence too. But yeah, that's kind of. So going off of going off of like finding your influence and like identify with like what artists are like an influence to your style. How does an artist and I'm coming from your point of view, how does an artist, you know, establish who is their influence without imitating? For sure. Um, yeah, I think there's definitely a huge difference between like influence and like actually imitating people. I think um, just finding music that resonates with you and that really connects with you is important. But then I think it's important to figure out like what it is that you do as an artist that nobody else can do because i think somebody like every single artist has something that they do that's special and unique to them that other artists can't do um and so like of course you're going to look at somebody who's like successful like a charlie puth for example and you're going to be like okay he's successful doing this so i'm going to try and do that but like i think he's successful doing that because he's doing what he does better than everybody else and so i think it's like finding that thing so like for me i think like in the beginning when i was putting music out it was just very like down the middle pop stuff um, but then I was like, what do I do that's that's different? And I grew up like with classical and jazz training. And then I like to rap, but I also like have been vocally trained. So I kind of fuse all that 
into that like flowy pop hip hop thing. And I feel like that is my lane that's different and that I can do better than other people. Um, but when I was trying to be like Charlie Puth, I'm not going to be a better Charlie Puth than Charlie Puth. So like, I think have your influences, but then find what it is that you do. That's like different and special that nobody else is doing. I like that. I like that a lot. Thanks. Yeah. And that's really, I've always been told and on the creative side of the world, right? I mean, I guess art music is creative, but when I say creative, I'm speaking more to like camera work and video editing. Yeah. Um, You know, I've always been told by a couple of my mentors to specialize and not generalize your skills. Um, Mm -hmm. And I'm sure that translates over into music as well, where, you know, like you said, you know, you want to have something that's special about you that you can double down on and really focus on within your music. And, you know, for a lot of up, a lot of up and coming artists, at least from what I've seen, you know, they kind of do and take the route that you kind of did at first, you know, they kind of stay middle of the lane and, uh, you know, try and emulate kind of what they've heard and what they've seen. Um, But, you know, it's important to find whatever that specialty is early on and then really focus on it and create your own lane. Um, For sure. So I have... Just a couple more questions for you um, that I've written down. Uh, One of them is a little bit more fun. Um, So what is your dream collaboration, Dead or Alive? Hmm. Dream collab? Um, I know it's a tough one. Probably like like J. Cole or Drake, honestly. Just having Drake on a song is just see ya like you have drake that's yeah you're done (laughs) yeah so probably drake um yeah drake drake or j cole but drake for sure that's dope yeah j cole's great yeah probably probably gonna go listen to him after this yeah j cole's (laughs) fire (laughs) all right and so my last question again this is really insightful um coming from the artist himself is you know what is one piece of advice that you would give to anyone who's just starting out or on the come up Hmm, let me think because usually i'd say like be yourself or like find your lane but i just said that so i want to think of something different um i would say at the end of the day what matters most is that you have songs and hit songs and fire music and so if you ever like don't know what to do or what move to make, like just make really good songs and then the rest take takes care of itself. Like if you have five amazing songs that are undeniable hits and you know that, then mm-hmm. the rest can kind of figure itself out. So just work on music and make as much music as you can and just get the songs and then move from there. Awesome. I love that. Nick, Thanks. if you don't have anything else, I think it is about yeah. time to wrap it up. So uh, cool. go ahead. My favorite, my favorite part of every single day, the opening and the wrapping statements. Well, that was it. Um, so that was, you know, our conclusion for another week of Artist to Artist. This week with a great homie, Danny G. Um, once again, if you like this podcast, please leave us an awesome review, five-star review. Um, last week, Christian said he'll give you a gift basket. This week, he will personally hand deliver you Mama's Baked Christian Chocolate Brownies. Um, so leave us a five-star review. Get some chocolate brownies. Um, and that is it. We are out. It's not a promise.
Back at Sprite, no Henny. We be cruising and we running up that black like Jenny. I'ma take that, never kick back. Keep the flame with a little bit of disrespect, a little bit of rage. Say I never chill out, but I don't wanna chill out. Rather die trying, rather get all my shit out. Ay. Big Sam in the big leagues, big crib in a Bentley. Big dreams like a Venti, we give a hundred for semi. Yeah, yeah, so I'ma need a little room, yeah, I need a little space, yeah, I need a little me time, need a little grace. I'ma hit it in the meantime, this is what it feels like, stone with a drip like this. It's a real vibe, hey. Big time in the big leagues, big stacks, low cash, don't move me. Quick pace, no breaks, keep it low key. Everybody don't run it like we do. Big time in the big leagues, big stacks, low cash, don't move me. Quick pace, no breaks, keep it low key. Everybody don't run it like we do. Up a little bright eye, meeting with a white guy. Swear that they're the ones with the cash. And you ain't gotta be rude. Respect my views, green everywhere. Hulk, I smash. Never get it twisted. I'm about my business. Energy's contagious, so I speak from a distance. Walk in the kickback, fit like what is this? Like to be the big shot, maybe just a little bit. How I flow like this, it's an art. Got a drip like a flood, Noah's Ark. See, my brother said we blowing in a couple years. I guess I believe him, said it came from the heart. And yo, I really don't sleep cause the money don't rest Really, I've been buzzing like the honey still fresh Ball on a hater, leave the whole game press Pull up in your face, jump shot, still wet Big time in the big leagues Big stacks, no cash, don't move me Quick pace, no breaks, keep it low-key Everybody don't run it like we do Big time in the big leagues Big stacks, no cash, don't move me Quick pace, no breaks, keep it low-key Everybody don't run it like we do Yes, behind me like a book bag. Yeah. I feel great, so how could I look bad? Yeah. And I don't know what I'ma land. I'ma stick to the plan when them comments offhand like a hook hat. And you know I give them lines like it's drop day. And when I think about your song, the word is not play. I'm just a college dropout who was late for registration at my girl's graduation, but I'm not gay. I'm dedicated and I'm focused on my artistry. Kick drums still beating like the heart of me. Music in my DNA, I swear that it's a part of me. Ice in my veins, mess around and clog an artery. And I'm taking out the comp like it's cold time. Generated mid. Six figures from my own mind And like Carol, the fame, I ain't basking And it's in the answer, no matter who's asking Yeah, Big time in the big leagues Big stacks, no cash, don't move me Quick pace, no breaks, keep it low-key Everybody don't run it like we do Big time in the big leagues Big stacks, no cash, don't move me Quick pace, no breaks, keep it low-key Everybody